Welcome to a Black Talk Radio News Report. My name is Scotty Reed. And in this episode of Black Talk Radio News, we're going to talk about Stacey Abrams, who was seen as an up-and-comer in the DNC, the Democratic uh, Party, was seen as an up-and-comer after losing a gubernatorial race in Georgia, uh, which was route with a lot of voter fraud or voter purging, I should say. Um, but that's how she burst into the national scene. She almost upset her Republican rival in the uh, Georgia contest for the governor of Georgia. And she, you know, like Andrew Gilliam, uh, was seen as a rising black face in the Democratic Party. Well, she's been getting a whole lot of criticism lately as she's aggressively been pushing to be Joe Biden's vice president to be named as his vice president on a ticket. Um, we have heard from some Democratic operatives saying that, oh, we want a black woman. And first of all, I don't know who this we is because black voters are not a monolith. And just simply uh, throwing a gender and a skin color at me is not what I'm looking for as a voter. Uh, and I suspect many other black voters like me uh, feel likewise, uh, that we don't want any mascots, we don't want any racial showcasing or anything of that nature. We want policy um, directives, and that's what we want to see. But she um, is catching a lot of criticism for a number of reasons. One of those reasons is aggressively marketing herself um, to Joe Biden as a vice presidential uh, uh, ticket mate. So you got Democratic Representative William Lacey Clay, who is out of Missouri, and he criticized Stacey Abrams during a podcast interview. Um, and he went after her for lobbying to become Joe Biden's running mate. So he says that I'll tell you what is somewhat offensive to me is when you're marketing yourself as a vice presidential candidate, Clay, Clay said on the Tangazo podcast. So I never heard of that podcast. Gonna have to check it out. That's Tangazo podcast. For you to be out there marketing and putting on a PR campaign that way, I think it's inappropriate. You know, at the racetrack, you cannot show up at the winner's window with losers' tickets. Wow. You haven't won anything. You can't show up at the winner's window with losers' tickets and demand anything. He added, so um, that's a fellow um, black Democrat who is uh, criticizing Stacey Abrams basically on, I guess, experience and saying she doesn't have any experience, at least in Sarah Palin's case. Um, what what was she? Was she a mayor? I can't remember, even though she uh, opened her mouth, which really, you know, showed us that she wasn't qualified. But I, I'm not sure if Sarah Palin was the governor of Alaska. I think she was. So it wasn't that long ago, but I'm drawing a blank on it right, uh, right now. So, but, um, you know, Stacey Abrams does have some political experience in the, in the uh, Georgia House of Legislatures. Um, so she, but she burst onto the national scene when she ran for governor in Georgia and, and, and lost in a close contest that was marred by voter purging. A lot of people were purged um, underhanded ways by the Republican Party um, and that governor. All right, but that's not the only criticism that she's getting. She's getting criticism for uh, taking up for Joe Biden and just simply dismissing a credible allegation of rape 
um, that is being alleged by Tara Reid against Joe Biden. And I've seen some people uh, frame that CNN interview that she gave with Don Lemon as, you know, rolling out Joe Biden's talking points and how they're going to just try to sweep these allegations to the side. And a lot of Democrats are catching a lot of uh, uh, criticism uh, over Tyree's allegations and just the blanket denial of Joe Biden. I even heard, uh, what's his name today? Tom Perez, who is the DNC chairman, try to say, oh, Barack Obama uh, vetted Joe Biden and he didn't uncover any of these things. So uh, um, Tom Perez, if I was Barack Obama, I'd be angry with you for pulling me into this. And I have said personally a long time ago that uh, Barack Obama couldn't have vetted Joe Biden, or he didn't care about Joe Biden being the architect, the main architect of mass incarceration. He didn't care about Joe Biden utilizing a racist white supremacist in Strom Thurmond, you know, the late senator from South Carolina. And Joe Biden, you know, just has a whole lot of political baggage that you don't even have to get into the personal. So I'll be angry with Tom Perez if he pulled me into this. Um, you know, so that so now I guess um, the media should be asking Barack Obama during the vetting process of Joe Biden, did they ever speak to Tyra Reid? Certainly she showed up in the records as a former employee, so did anybody interview Tyra Reid, Barack Obama says Tom Perez wants to pull you uh, into this. But, you know, I, I, I think that this is just really damaging. Uh, Joe Biden is just further damaging the Democratic brand as, as if it was, a, you know, such a great brand to, to begin with. But um, let's take a listen to this blanket. Um, obstacles. Let's look at this blanket denial. Um, but let's take a look at this Don Lemon interview in case you haven't uh, seen it, which was on CNN. I think it was about maybe a week ago, not quite a week ago. But uh, let's take a listen uh, to what she has to say, Stacey Abrams, about the allegations towards Joe Biden. Tara Reid tells CNN that the alleged incident happened in 1993 while she was working as an aide in Biden's Senate office. She is claiming that she was delivering Biden a duffel bag and says that Biden had her up against the wall in a corridor uh, on the Hill and violated her with his fingers. Now, CNN has now, has now spoken on the record with her former neighbor, who says Reid told her about the allegation within a few years of the alleged incident. Biden's campaign says untrue, never happened. Is this a credible allegation? Then we're going to pause it there. The question is, is this a credible allegation? Now, I have to say that it is. And the reason I have to say that is because most women are not going to come forward. A lot of women do not come forward with such allegations against uh, powerful people in the political system. Um, you know, we've heard from her brother who said that he didn't get the exact details from his sister, but um, he knew that Joe Biden had violated her, but he didn't get all the grimy details. As I imagine, you know, a sister would feel uncomfortable sharing those grimy details with a brother. But then you got the, um, actually the CNN call on Larry King from Tara Reed's mother. Now, uh, you all, well, in addition to Tara Reid's mother calling in the CNN, bringing up an issue with a powerful senator, it doesn't matter if Joe Biden was, was named in, in the call. We all know what this woman was talking about. She was talking about her daughter. 
and who worked in Joe Biden's office uh, up until the point to after she was dismissed after the uh, uh, alleged allegation of sexual assault in the halls of Congress. I mean, talk about a lack of respect for American institutions, as they say, wow, Joe Biden is straight up assaulting women uh, in the halls of Congress. But, you know, also there was another former Senate staffer for a different senator whose name escapes me right now, but uh, one of those women came forward and said that uh, Tyree had complained about mistreatment uh, at Joe Biden's office and wanted to make sure she wouldn't be harassed if she took this staffer position with another senator who I believe was out of California uh, or something like that. But And then, as Don Lemon pointed out, you had the next door neighbor who has been on numerous uh, TV stations giving interviews and whatnot and saying how Tara Reed, she was sharing a problem of her own with Tara Reed and then Tara Reed uh, shared in confidence with her what had occurred to her and how Tara Reed was very emotional to the point of tears in recounting this. So, I mean, wow, if Bill Cosby can be convicted on decades old uh, testimony and what have you uh, of different people, then certainly this is a slam dunk case against Joe Biden. It's too bad, perhaps, that the statute of limitations have run out since he's not sorry whatsoever. Man, wow. And anybody defending him, it, you're looking pretty bad. And especially if you were uh, one of those who spoke out against Brett Kavanaugh Brett Kavanaugh and said that uh, uh, women should be believed, just believe her, I believe was was the slogan. So, but note the question, do you believe this was a credible uh, um, a credible allegation? I will say with all the, the independent sources of the individuals I just went through, I don't need to see no official record of complaint, all right? I don't need to see that. The, the evidence is clear. If I was on a jury, I would vote to convict. Uh, Joe Biden. But the question was to Stacey Abrams, do you believe this was a credible allegation? And here is her reply. Tara Reid tells CNN that the alleged incident happened in 1993 while she was working as an aide in Biden's Senate office. She is claiming that she was delivering Biden a duffel bag and says that Biden had her up against the wall in a corridor uh, on the hill and violated her with his fingers. Now, CNN has now, has now spoken on the record with her former neighbor, who says Reed told her about the allegation within a few years of the alleged incident. Biden's campaign says untrue, never happened. Is this a credible allegation? I believe that women deserve to be heard and I believe that they need to be listened to. But I also believe that those allegations have to be investigated by credible sources. The New York Times did a deep investigation and they found that the accusation was not credible. I believe Joe Biden. I believe that he is a person who has demonstrated that his love of family, his love of our community has been made perfectly clear through his work as a congressional leader and as an American leader. I know Joe Biden and I think that he is telling the truth and that this did not happen. Does she really know Joe Biden? Um, has she met Joe Biden prior to being elevated? Uh, by the powers that be in Washington, D.C., to the current position she is in now, okay? Um, so I, I don't see how she can sit up this. Oh, I know Joe Biden. That's a, that's a campaign talking point. I know Joe. 
was a hashtag. And so here Stacey Abrams throwing talking points and hashtags at us saying she believed Joe Biden. And then she lies. The New York Times did not say that her allegation was not credible. And all these different organization investigative reports talking to these people uh, that Tara Reid told around the time that the allegation happened. I mean, are you saying that these people are not credible? Okay. And, and so who are these credible sources? Well, what are you trying to say? CNN's recorded call of the mother is incredible. Are you trying to say the next door neighbor's sto story who says she's still a firm uh, Biden supporter, although in another interview, she says she was struggling between Biden and Trump morally. And and so are you saying she's not credible? What are you saying? The brother's not, not credible? Are you saying the other staffers aren't credible? There's been an investigation, all right? And, and so all the evidence in, in the form of witness statements is, is you know, I, I think it's a slam dunk case especially if this was a civil trial and Tara Reid was uh, uh, seeking money from Joe Biden for this assault cause statute of limitations haven't run out on that if the Bill Cosby case uh, taught us anything. And so we know in a civil court that the burden of proof is lesser than in a criminal trial. And again, if I was on the jury, I would have to uh, vote in Tara Reid's favor just based on the preponderance other evidence, but you know, that just really says something about the character of one Stacey Abrams that in order to move on up to the east side to a deluxe apartment in the sky, she's willing, you know, to uh lie for this this white male um who this election cycle or, or yeah, especially this election cycle, there's been so much misandrous and racist, you know, talk against another uh, white male Democrat and somehow we end up um, with Joe Biden. Now she talks about he's shown his love for the community. What community is she talking about? She said our community. Well, what, who, who is this our, okay? Stacey Abrams. Are, are you talking about the black community? Who, who are you talking about? So we don't want to assume that just cause she's a black woman that she's speaking for black people. Joe Biden has done nothing but harm our communities uh, starting with uh, and most impactfully with the Biden crime bill. So yeah, we know who Joe Biden is. Do you know who Joe Biden is? And do you, and if you really know Joe Biden, like I know Joe Biden, then you're just a, a shield for Joe Biden. Um, working now for Nira Tandon uh, over at the Center for American Progress, which was uh, very key in the passage of Obamacare or the so-called Affordable Care Act, which is very unaffordable with rising premiums every year and still leaving millions, um, you know, um, unprotected or uninsured. That's who that's who she's drawing a paycheck from now. The Center for American Progress, a neoliberal uh think tank run by uh one near attending. So uh Stacey a Abrams is showing me that as a black person that she is more than willing to cozy up to white power and will do and say anything to advance her own interests. All right, this has been Scotty Reed with a Black Talk Radio news report. Um, like, share, leave us a comment. 
And also, uh, today is Tuesday, so it is, in case you did not hear, it's Giving Tuesday. And the Black Talk Radio Network is managed as a media project by the Black Talk Media Project, a nonprofit based in North Carolina. Make a donation today and help us keep independent black media on the air. Peace and blessings to all.